You are now listening to a proud member of the Disney Podcast Family. Go to DizPodcastFamily.com to find more on this show and other great Disney podcasts. From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and Logan, Utah, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. Jason and Cody. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. Welcome to episode 49 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I'm here once again and always with my co-host, Cody. How's it going, Cody? Oh, Jason, there's nothing I'd rather be doing at 745 on a Sunday morning. Let me tell you. It is really early. Uh, Sunday morning, (laughs) we were supposed to record last night. Cody texted, asked if uh, we could do it this morning, which I don't mind. Uh, Well, first, I, I... Dicky asked, "How early did you plan on getting up today?" <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "Early as I need to." Uh, but yeah, we woke up pretty early, get it done today, uh, and hopefully get it out there today. But uh, so if you hear one of us yawn, just ignore it. Yeah. Uh, Cody's got his water, and I've got my wake up juice, my diet Dr Pepper. So. Uh, we'll get we'll get through this, but we got a good episode planned. I, th- I think um, if you didn't tell by the by the title or by the uh, summary, we're going to be talking about our favorite mountains at the Disneyland Resort. Actually, Disneyland specifically. Um, so we're going to be uh, kind of sharing our thoughts, our rankings on the on Matterhorn bobsled, Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, and Splash Mountain soon to be something else but for now it's splash mountain so that's what we're going to be talking about um but before that i think we got a few news items to share um and maybe talk about our last week since we recorded you do anything anything cool anything special anything disney um this last week i i know you're probably pretty pre-consumed probably pretty busy with a certain event coming up in like what two weeks yeah we're 13 days 13 days yeah crazy yeah it is crazy um yeah. see the only oh, and if you if you don't know what that special event is uh cody's getting married yes he is no longer going to be single he can't wear his single rider shirt looking for whatever anymore Look, looking uh, for my party of two yeah yeah that's so. a good shirt too. <laughs> You'll have to retire that shirt. Maybe, uh, maybe frame it up, hang it on your wall in your office there. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Add it to your Disney memorabilia. There we go. I'll sign so, it for myself. There, there, you go. <laughs> there you go. Try to sell it on eBay. <laughs> it can happen. Okay. Um, yeah, this this last couple of weeks, and I don't know if I mentioned it on the last podcast or not, but. Uh, me and my fiance Lucy, she's only seen a handful of the Marvel movies, and so we're doing a, a Marvel movie marathon. Are you going in order? 
We are going in. We're going in the order in which order. they were released. Released. Okay. Are you skipping one she's already seen, or you get? A, are you re, re watching those ones? We're re watching those. Okay. Because the only yeah. ones that she had seen somewhat recently were Infinity War and Endgame, which were the last, right at the very end. Right. Um, she had seen like bits and pieces of the first Iron Man, but she hadn't sat down and watched all the way through. She's seen Guardians of the Galaxy. She's seen Black Panther. And uh, I think she might have seen the first Thor. Other than that, she hadn't really seen any of them. So, um, so that's been fun to re- to go through and, and rewatch them and watch the the end credit scenes. I've kind of getting frustrated with her, but not like I'm not frustrated at her. I don't know. It's it's because she's seen Infinity War and Endgame. Almost any of the major things that happen before that, you know, when you think somebody might die or something, she's like, well, I know this person doesn't die. They're in, they're an in infinity war. They're an end game. It's like, <laughs> right. It, like, yeah. it doesn't make you feel the way it's supposed to. Cause you've gone and watched the movies right. at the very end where everything builds up to. Um, but it's, it's all right. It is what it is. We're having fun watching them. The first week we went through like the entire phase one, we watched um, Iron Man through the first Avengers movie. Oh, wow. You're busy. Yeah. And then this last week, we've watched two movies. <laughs> uh, Iron Man 3 and then Thor 2, Thor Dark World. And then next week, you're going to watch one. And it's going to be about a month until you get back to them. Yeah. So. so well, um, right. But it's it's been fun. So that's that's my Disney for for the week. Yeah, I didn't have I didn't have any really Disney besides I'm mean, doing research for the show or whatever, and um, that's about. Oh, we I take that back, and it, I was going to talk about this in the news, but I can talk about it now. Uh, we did watch the first episode of a new Disney Plus series that came out called Magic of Din's yeah, Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, it's a it's a new show, uh, and if you can't tell by the title, it's based off of Animal Kingdom in uh, Florida. Uh, kind of like a zoo show if you watch uh, TV, any of the National Geographic channels or anything. They, they have a couple shows about zoos, kind of behind-the-scenes stuff, and that's basically what what this is, hosted by jo- uh, Josh Gad. Um, it's going to be eight episodes long. They didn't release all the episodes at one time, so we watched the first one, and now we got to wait, I'm assuming, a week for the second one. Um, so that'll give you something to look forward to for the next two months, two months. Exactly. So, um, yeah, cool show. We watched the first episode. Like I said, that is one that I, I want to watch. Yeah. 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 We, we like, we like shows about zoos. We like going, going to the zoo. We just went to a zoo last weekend down in Colorado Springs. Uh, it's in Colorado Springs, but it's called the Cheyenne mountain zoo. Um, and it's uh, kind of built into the side of, uh, of, of a mountain down there. Um, we had never been before. Um, it's a cool zoo. I, I don't know where I'd rank it on all my zoos, but. Colorado uh, Springs is south of Denver, right? South of Denver. Yeah. Okay. Like an hour, what, hour and a half, two hours, maybe. Yeah. I have. I don't, I don't remember the exact. I have a friend that lives near Colorado Springs. I couldn't tell you exactly where, but oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. First time we, we got, to, got to go there. We heard a lot of good things about it. 
Um, it, it was very, it's very hilly. Like you have, you have a lot of walking up and down hills. Oh, interesting. Um, my only complaint from the zoo is, and I'll compare it to the Denver zoo. Cause that's the one we went to before this one, the Denver zoo, when we went had kind of like a flow to it. Um, mm-hmm. like you could get from you, you kind of started in one area and that took you around to the other areas and then to the other areas and then back to the beginning. So okay. it was kind of flow. Colorado Springs didn't seem to have that. And I don't know if it's because it's the first time we went, we we weren't really aware uh, aware of where to go, but it seems like we were, a, a lot of the things we would go see, we would walk into an area and then we'd get to the end and it would just end. There wouldn't be a transition to another area. Mm. So we had to turn around, walk all the way back through all the exhibits we just walked by to get to the next area. So, Interesting. Yeah, it was, and maybe if we go more, we'll figure out a flow or, or something. Maybe did I don't you, know. Did you happen to think of picking up a a map? We 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 had one, but we it didn't really. Just looking at the map the first time, it it one really didn't pop out, okay. and there there wasn't a any like hints or tips that you know to go this way and then to right. go this way. So uh, where at at other zoos we've uh, been to, there was a natural natural flow of traffic. Um, so it seems like we were walking by a lot of people and then turn around and walking back by those people because they were still at an exhibit or whatever. Clearly uh, you weren't spending long enough time at I, these exhibits. I guess not. I guess not. And it seemed like a lot of the animals were, were not there. They, they had signs, you know, being cared for by a vet or whatever. Uh, I don't know if it was because of the, there, the, it it wasn't on that day, but there, there were quite a few fires in Colorado. So the, the air quality hadn't been all that great. Um, mm. and speaking of that, the air quality here is horrible. Yesterday it was, we've got a fire like 70, 80 miles away. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's pretty big. It, it started out small, but I think it, I think it's went over 20, 25,000 acres now mm, dang. Uh, out in the forest. So yesterday, I mean, Kaylee mentioned she got off work and walked outside. It was orange. She looked like it was like an apocalypse or something. She was, she was out looking for zombies. So. <laughs> oh, you guys are getting those orange skies out there now, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crazy today. It doesn't look too bad. Well, I've been uh, keeping track on the weather in Seattle cause I'm flying into Seattle for my honeymoon and then getting right. a rental car and we're traveling down the coast of Washington, Oregon. And then we're going to go through the redwoods in California um, but you know, with all the fires that have been happening in Washington, Oregon, and California, California. yeah, um, we've just been kind of keeping an eye on things and especially the air quality. Cause it's just like, if we can't see anything, cause there's so much smoke around, you know, the sunsets right. will be cool. I mean, right. Who knows? Maybe even noon would be cool with all the smoke that they're having. But right now it's saying uh, the air quality and I don't know exactly what the scale is if it starts at zero or one and ends at a hundred or whatever. But the, the new, the recent update on the Apple iPhone has added an air quality section into their weather app. Mm. And the air quality in Seattle right now is saying 31, which apparently is good. No. Okay. The air quality here in Logan currently is 21, which is bad, Uh, which is still worse. Oh, okay. And then the air quality currently updated one hour ago in Cheyenne, where you are, is 42, which is still in the good section. Oh, okay. 
So, yeah, I know yesterday we had an air quality advisory it's supposed to go on till noon today, but it doesn't look bad outside. Yesterday there was hardly any wind. Today there's wind, so it, it kind of blows it out quicker. Yeah, uh, sends it off to Nebraska. I guess. You have the same air quality as Anaheim, California, believe it or not. Speed, hey, that's a that's a good that's a good tie-in since we're talking about Disneyland today. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> good old Las Vegas, Nevada. Sixty. Is sixty bad? It's in moderate. Oh, so the the higher you go, higher is worse. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of what I did this week. I know um, we have plans to go to another zoo. Uh, matter of fact, the week after your wedding. So we're going out to Logan for your wedding. Uh, we're coming back on that Monday. I think it's a holiday. Should be a holiday. Uh, Columbus Day or. Uh, indigenous people day or wh- whatever day it may be, wherever you're at. I don't care. Just as long as I get the day off. Oh, at least uh, I was going to say, at least you get the day off, but I guess I do. Cause I'm taking too. a week long vacation, yeah. but normally I'd be working that day. Yeah. And then uh, I had a uh, plans that next week and I had taken off Friday and Monday. Originally there was a, a pretty large drag racing event going on in Vegas. Uh, that was planned, but unfortunately the beginning of summer, it got canceled because of COVID. Um, so I still had the days off and I forgot I had them. So I think we're going to go out to Omaha, Nebraska to go to their zoo. Nebraska. There. Yeah. It's about a, I think it's like a six hour drive from here. So we'll drive out Friday. We'll go to the zoo on Saturday, hang out on Sunday, then come back on Monday. But it's supposed to be one of the, you know, if you look up rankings of best of zoos. zoos, yeah, it's uh, most of the uh, websites I've seen have them in the top five. Yeah. One even has them over for, I mean, when you think of zoos, a lot of people will think of like the San Diego zoo is one of the best ones. Yeah. Uh, this one is ranked over San Diego on quite a few hmm. uh, places. So it's called, it's got a weird name. It's the Henry Doily zoo and aquarium. That must be a guy who gave a lot of money to him back in the day. Uh, yeah, so it must named, be named it after him, but, um, Supposed to be a really, really cool zoo. So that's probably and aquarium. Get some and aquarium. Yeah, some marine life in there. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so should be fun. I I still got to check on a few things. Make sure I I'm pretty sure they're open. Um, I just gotta gotta see if there's any restrictions or anything. That's I know been we that's been the hard thing. Just trying to plan a honeymoon. It's like yeah, we can go places, but whether or not things are gonna be open when we get there right Right. and then with you know any restrictions you have i know uh when we went down to the zoo last weekend um it was um you had to wear a mask if you were inside like an exhibit building um but if you were outside you didn't have to wear one so um, interesting yeah they and they staggered the entrance times like we had to get reservations almost so we had to you couldn't just walk up to a window and buy your ticket and go in. Uh, mm-hmm. We had like an 1140 time that we were allowed to show up. Uh, gotcha. Because it was kind of a last minute thing and they closed at five. So I was thinking, man, we don't have a lot of time, but we, we ended up getting to see everything that we wanted to see. And unfortunately we didn't get to see the giraffes. They were near the entrance. So we we're like, we'll do those on our way out as the last thing. So we got there like at 410, they closed in at five. But they had the the drafts had already been put away, and they were like cleaning up the area. Mm. I'm thinking, you still got a little less than an hour, you know. Where's the drafts at? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but so that's the only thing we didn't get to see. 
Um, that's right. We'll see him next time. So, so all right. Well, let's get started. Let's um, get into it. Did you have any news you wanted to bring up? I know I I talked about the the uh, the new show on Disney Plus. There was something I saw. A group in California. They are called. Let me pull up their name here. Um, I guess their organization is called Reopen OC Now. I don't know if you saw this. I did see something about they, this. They published a commercial or whatever, basically calling on Governor Newsom to reopen Disneyland, Knott's, and other theme parks, saying that it's time. Uh, so, I mean, you know, the people have- that live in that area or even the surrounding areas that travel in for work for the the uh, the Anaheim Resort District, right, and even and nearby districts, because I I don't think. Knotts falls inside the Anaheim Resort District, but oh, it's it's Orange it's Orange County though. Yeah, so it's yeah open Orange yeah. County now. Yeah. So just Orange County in general is a huge tourist destination in Southern California. A lot of people depend on those theme parks for for work and yeah, yeah. It says actually the group is called Reopen OC Now Coalition of Anaheim, Buena Park, and Garden Grove. Something like that. But in, in, anyways, so last week you got the the what the president of Disneyland coming out saying, hey, we need to open. Mm-hmm. This week you got uh, organization putting out a commercial saying, hey, come on, it's time. We're, we're, we're past the six-month mark. We're approaching 200 days. People's jobs, you know, or people's livelihoods depend on these jobs. Uh, whatever your views on the, on the coronavirus are, they, it's not going to go away. Even with a vaccine, it's not going to go away. Yeah, uh, it's it's gonna be there, like you know. And I'm not gonna compare it because people get mad if you compare it to the seasonal flu. But it's gonna be something similar to that. You're you're, you're gonna have a vaccine. You're gonna have uh, people take the vaccine. We have a vaccine for flu, and people still get the flu. Yeah, people still can die from the flu, even uh, when you take the vaccine. Right, right. So it's gonna be one of those things. Um, yeah, and I mean you can't. I don't know. That could be a whole topic for another show could get too political or whatever, but yeah. yeah. So you, there's this group out there. They, I mean, I, I feel for those people. I, I can understand why, especially they want it back open. Not just because like they want to go to Disneyland. It's not people wanting to go to the park. It's people that, that need work that need to put their lives back together. Right. Right. So, yeah, we were, we were really lucky where I live. We didn't really, we were affected. We closed th- things closed down. Schools were closed from like March until the end of the year. You know, uh, yeah. Seniors didn't really get their end of their school year like normally they do. Uh, we got they got lucky here, and they were still actually able to have a graduation where they walked. Wow. Um, so that wasn't taken away from them here, but um, you know, places that were hit hard didn't have those luxuries, and uh, so we'll see. How I. Yeah, and you had sent me that that text of the, a video being put together. They said they were filming something in in Disneyland. Yeah, uh, it, it was all rumor, right? From different things, especially where the president of Disneylander came out after that supposedly happened. You know, encouraging the governor to open things back up. It's like, well, that probably because the the rumor was that they were filming something hand in hand to announce the reopening of right. the state, you know? Right. But so that doesn't seem like that was likely. 
So but, we'll see. We'll see if something's announced here soon. I know Florida, they're uh, they're they're moving into whatever the ne- their next phase of opening is. Restaurants are going to be open. I think I I think they're pretty much taking away any restrictions on amount of people or things like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the rule is on face coverings in this particular stage uh, for Florida. I do know that in this stage that restaurants, bars, gyms, amusement parks are all allowed to operate at full capacity. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that the governor's forcing any of them to operate at full capacity, but if they so choose, they can now do so without having their business license revoked or anything like that. I think it's going to be like that around the States, around the U S I, I think there's going to be a time where the restrictions are going to be lifted or whatever, relaxed, whatever you want to call it. But I think some businesses will probably still choose to uh, like social distance more, have tables farther apart, not be so crowded, possibly face coverings, um, I don't see face coverings go away, going away anytime soon. Uh, I will say I went to Walmart yesterday. I still had to wear a mask, but mm-hmm. all those stupid arrows on the floor were gone. So they all oh, your arrows on the floor are gone. Yeah, they were gone. <laughs> so the and thing I is, got, is like nobody followed them. Fault. Not even the Walmart employees. Right. Like I'll see people, Walmart employees restocking shelves when I'm in there. Cause I don't, it doesn't matter what day of the week and it doesn't matter what time, whenever I go into Walmart, they're restocking. Yeah. And there's things like all in the middle of the aisles that make it hard to get through, but they're always yeah, doing it. I've got a complaint about that because when, when back in March, when they went to, they were closing at like eight or eight 30, the reason they gave here was so that the stockers could stock the shelves at night Yeah, without having you know, people walking around and especially that, that was the time that things were disappearing. You know, there was no toilet paper, water was gone, cleaning supplies were gone. Yeah. Uh, so it gave them a time to be able to stock the shelves. And then in the morning people could come in and buy what they needed to buy. So they weren't being picked clean all night long. You know, things were disappearing as quick as they were putting them on the shelves. Yeah. For a while, they weren't even bothered putting them on the shelf. They just right. bring out the pallet, set it on the and floor just, and people would attack it. Gone with it. Yeah. But Every like, like, like Cody, every time I go into Walmart, any, any time of the day, it could be before I go to work at nine, it could be as I'm getting off at six, it could be, I need to run there at lunch real quick and grab some, they're continuously stocking. So yeah. I, I don't know what the, what the reason, and the I thing mean, is, I is the reason they closed, but our Walmart, I don't know about your Walmart, but our Walmart is a 24 hour Walmart. Ours was too. And they're, they're, they're not back at 24 hours yet. I think they close at 10 or 1030. So it's not as tight as it was. Right. Um, but still like, man, you could, I mean, I get like some things probably need to be restocked throughout the day, but they're bringing out massive amounts of inventory during the peak shopping hours. Yeah. Yeah. So I noticed that the, the, cause I, I got used to the arrows being there. I knew if I walked down a certain aisle, which way uh, to go? I could I I could go that way for if if I was going to get sodas or something, and then I would uh, go you know go down the aisle and then I would come back the next aisle go up to grab chips. Yeah. So I went to walk down one and I just happened to look down. I was like, there's there's no arrow here. It must have you know maybe it, it wore off. So I got down to the other end and nope, nothing here says do not enter. So, um, I like you said, not a lot of people followed it, uh, but. Uh, and I, 
if I saw the arrow, I would, I would, I would usually follow it. But sometimes I, if I needed something on the end of the aisle and you were the, right there, the end, I was right there. I'm not going to go walk all the way around. Sorry. I'm going in the do not enter. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's what I noticed at, at Walmart. I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, we, oh, we were talking about the opening of Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> we got off topic on Walmart and COVID. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see if Disneyland opens up soon. Um, the all other reports keep saying soon, but th- right. they're all going to say soon until we hear otherwise. They, yeah, until they actually open. You know, uh, it's been it's been a crazy long time. So. Um, what else did, what were you talking Oh, I, I something we both kind of had looked at, which I'll, I'll bring up and then you can bring up the other things you want. Uh, Disney is being sued um, <laughs> by the, wh- who, who was it? The son or the family? Um, it might be the family. I know the son specifically came out in the article I read. There was a quote right. by the son. I think the son's kind of spearheading it with okay. the attorney. And yeah, they're being sued over the, uh, likeness of their Duke Kaboom character from Toy Story 4 to Evil Knievel. Um, and now, granted, back in the 70s, there were a bunch of stuntmen similar to that. You know, Evil Knievel wasn't the only one. No. Mm-mm. So, yeah, it could be modeled after anybody. But there are a lot of similarities between Duke Kaboom, uh, you know, with the difference of Duke's Canadian. Evil Knievel was from America. They... They both have a stunt bike, you know. They're the toy looks very similar. Uh, well, yeah, so, because his outfit and his getup is based on the Canadian flag, where Evil Knievel's was based on the American flag. Yeah, yeah. Um, the toy. Is C- the Canada had a stuntman, right. a real life stuntman similar to Evil Knievel back in the day. Canada had their own version of Evil Knievel. I can't remember what the guy's name was, but I saw like a video about it online. Right. Roughly around the time of the opening of Toy Story 4 and they were going into like the history of this Duke Kaboom character and how he was modeled after a real life Canadian stuntman. Yeah. But the thing is, is all those stuntmans from that time period were all doing the same thing. Yeah, they all had lavish outfits, and they all um, all tried to jump buses on motorcycles, yeah, and yeah, same same similar type of outfit, obviously. The yeah, motorcycles. Uh, so, so we'll see. We'll I see do. I do know that. Uh, I think the son said, roughly paraphrasing his quote, that you know his father didn't risk his life in order for Disney to make money. Right, yeah. and I don't think. Disney is trying to exploit evil Knievel and everything that he did. Right. Cause like you said, he wasn't the only one. And yeah. even if he was, I think it's, it's kind of a weak argument anyway, but we'll see what happens in court. I do know that Disney's attorneys did say that they plan on seeing them in court and fighting it out. Yeah, so. Disney has pretty good lawyers. I mean, <laughs> yeah, kind of have to. So. I mean, one of the books I have, and I'd like to read more into it. And I've I've kind of only scratched the surface of it with half the books that I have. Um, it's called The People versus or Disneyland versus the People or The People versus Disneyland. 
and it's basically a book about the various lawsuits that Disney's been involved in over the years and the different tactics their lawyers have taken and, and different things and kind of goes in and out of some of these cases. It's very interesting. If, if you're interested in court cases and especially court cases revolving around Disney, it'd be an interesting read for you. Yeah, it says here, uh, K&K Promotions, that must be the company, um, is seeking an excess of $75,000 for alleged copyright and trade, trademark infringement for the use of Knievel's likeness, reputation, and image in Toy Story 4. Um, it makes me wonder, what what are they? how do they come up with that number? I don't know. It seems like a pretty low number, though. I mean, mm-hmm. that sounds like something Disney can just write a check and make them go away. Um, and, and sometimes in that book, sometimes they would. Yeah. yeah. Now, usually they would do that before it got to the court, you know, right. You know, the lawsuit would be filed and Disney would just give them the money and it was easier just to just say, here you go. You know, we'll just all move past this. Um, but the fact that Disney plans on actually battling out in court must, they must feel like they have a pretty strong position because based on that book, I was reading Disney won't go to court and risk tarnishing their image or reputation unless they fully intend on winning. Right. Right. All right. Well, I don't, I didn't know if you have any news, but yeah, that uh, yeah, that pretty much covers it. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's get into the main topic. Uh, we've talked enough. Uh, we've bored people enough. So yeah, about our non Disney yeah. talk. <laughs> yeah. So, so this episode, we are going to talk about the mountains. And when we say mountains, we are meaning the mountains at Disneyland, which, Encompass the Matterhorn, Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, and Splash Mountain. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to talk, a, we're going to go through each of them, just a little bit of uh, tidbits about them, a little bit of history. And then me and Cody are going to rank our favorites from four down to one. And then we elicited the responses of some of our listeners and friends. Um, and we came up with a consensus number one through number four uh, based off of their votes. So, and then we will share that. And then we will call it a Sunday. Um, so we'll start with, uh, we're going to go in chron- chronological order, not based on any ranking here, but uh, the first uh, mountain that came to existence was, or was the Matterhorn bobsleds. It opened in June on June 14th of 1959. It's uh, modeled after the Matterhorn, which is a mountain in the Swiss Alps. Um, one of the rides that was built while Walt Disney was still alive. And of all three of all four of the mountains, it holds the distinction of being the only one that is only at Disneyland. There is no other Matterhorn uh, bobsled attraction out there. I guess one that could come close is the Walt Disney world. Uh, what's it called? Um, it's in, it's in their animal kingdom park and it's called expedition yeah. Everest. There you go. That would probably be the closest. That is the closest. Cause our Matterhorn has a Yeti. Or no, we called an abominable snowman. I think, or no, yeah, it's it's a yeti, right? We it's call a it a yeti. yeti. Yeah, Harold yeah. the yeti. Yeah, there is like a uh, a, a mountain monster. He's not an abominable. Snowman. I, th- I think they call it a yeti. Also, it's just a more, a much larger yeti. Larger, yeah. So that yeah, would be so. close. It's a different mountain, but it has a yeti. It's a much larger roller coaster 
it's it's very fun. Um, but yeah, that would be its closest. closest. Yeah, they're like cousins. There you go. There you go. Uh, it is located in Fantasyland. I don't. I don't think it became officially a Fantasyland right until sometime in the seventies. I was reading because it's right on the border of Tomorrowland and Fantasyland, um, in an area that when Disneyland first opened, um, there was a large uh, hill of dirt that they had, um, as they were constructing things, they, they put this large dirt there and they actually, I think named it holiday Hill for a while or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, uh, they needed an attraction. Um, Matterhorn was the first ever, it's his first ever tubular steel continuous track roller coaster ever constructed, which Um, allowed for tighter turns, um, better angles, dips easier than wood. Yes. Um, it was designed by uh, Wed Enterprises with input. I know Bob Gurr designed the ride vehicles. If you watch the Imagineering story, you saw in the first one, uh, him talking about the Matterhorn, the ride vehicles. He actually got to go up uh, inside the ride into where they have their basketball hoop. Um, signed his name on the wall. Um, let's see. It's got two cars, two tracks or two cars per, per vehicle. It's on two tracks. Uh, there are two different sides. You have a, they call it Tomorrowland side and a Fantasyland side. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is longer than the other. I want to say the Fantasyland side is, uh, it's like 19 seconds longer because the track Kay. is about a hundred foot longer. And it's slower. That's what people think. But when I, when I looked at the maximum speed, it, it said 27 miles per hour for both sides. So I mean, I yeah, I, I don't feel like they'd list two different maximum speed <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it could just have something to do. I think max speed on that one side might be 27. I don't know if the other side reaches 27. Yeah. Got but, it. uh, and, and it could just be the way it feels because right. the, the Tomorrowland track is more on the ins. It's the inside track when you're actually up in the mountain riding you have some tighter turns and things like that. And so that might just make it feel like it's going faster where the other track can bank more. It can take a wider turn, you know? So, uh, and then let's see, it's got a height requirement of, I believe it's 36 inches. So it's not a, uh, you don't have to be very tall to ride this ride. So it's, uh, so I got to ride on it early is what you were saying. Yeah. (laughs) There were a lot of rides that I had to wait on. (laughs) It took me a while to, to hit that 40, 42 inches as a, as a teenager. (laughs) And it's, it's a lot of ride. A lot of kids, this is their, maybe their first introduction to a roller coaster, um, at Disneyland, unless you go over to Mickey's Toontown and they ride gadgets coaster. Um, yeah, but that's like a 10 second ride. So, um, See, I said designed by Wet Enterprises, um, and I think that's all. Let's see if I had any other facts on Matterhorn. There have been two deaths on the Matterhorn, um, 1964 and 1984. One of them was a 15-year-old kid. He unbuckled his seatbelt and tried to stand up um, as the bobsled approached one of the peaks and lost his balance and fell onto the track. And then a woman in 1984, she was 48. She undid her seatbelt for some reason, was thrown from her car and then hit by another bobsled. Oof. Uh, so. That's unfortunate. Uh, and it's got, um, let's see, one of the, 
one of the most recognizable safety spills. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know if Cody wants to say it again, or <laughs> if he doesn't, maybe I'll, I'll include a quick uh, audio clip of it. Betterman says some thoughts, por favor. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you hear that as, well, you hear it in line when you're waiting, but it's, it's meant for the people that are just ending the ride. They're coming around and getting ready to, to get off the attraction. Remain seated, please. Peterman says Tentados, por favor. There you go. I'll play the, uh, I'll see if I can find the audio too. Add it in there. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. All right, so that's all I got on Matterhorn. Um, our next one, Space Mountain. Space Mountain was built in May of 1977, opened May 27, 1977. And it is a indoor roller coaster. Um, and Disneyland was not the first one to have it. It actually opened up first in Disney World. Um, the two are different, I believe, in the tracks. They're not the same. Um, is Disney World's, I thought I read somewhere, it has two different tracks, kind of like Matterhorn. I don't know if I read that wrong. You're talking uh, about Space Mountain in Disney World? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you got um, I believe I believe you're correct. I've only been on it once. Okay. Um, and I was just kind of taking everything in, but I do believe when I was going up the initial lift hill on Space Mountain, that there was another kind of like Matterhorn. There's another track with another train. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm 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 reading it here. It says Dis- Disneyland's version only features one track, unlike the Magic Kingdom version, which has two. Yeah, um, which helps for, uh, how, you know, how many people you can get in there in an right, hour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I will I will say that the line. I mean, we had a fast pass, but the line moved quickly. And see, it also, Disneyland's not the only one to have one. Like I said, Magic Kingdom has one. There's one in Tokyo Disneyland, Disneyland Park Paris, and Hong Kong Disneyland. Although we are only rankings ranking the ones at Disneyland. Um, let's see, some of the things cool about the Matterhorn, they do have, or not Matterhorn, Space Mountain, they do have seasonal overlays. Uh, there was a time back in 2007, I believe, or early 2007, uh, it was overlaid in Rockin' Space Mountain. Uh, the soundtrack was changed to a song by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, they do have the Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy overlay that they use during Halloween time, um, which I'm assuming they still use it. Maybe not this year, because who knows if it'll be open. Then they have the Hyperspace Mountain overlay, uh, which is a Star Wars-themed overlay. Um, which is your it- favorite overlay? It is it it is cool. I prefer the original Space Mountain, um, like the original original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Original, original. Okay. Um, let's see. Through the years, it has been refurbished a few times. The last two thousand three to two thousand five, they closed it for two years, getting ready for the fiftieth anniversary. Um, and that was a long time to to be closed. Uh, let's see some of the things they did during that refurbishment. Uh, they changed the way the station looked. Uh, there's a spinning tunnel on the second lift hill at the end of the ride. There's a tunnel that has, uh, I guess it's colorful stars now rather than like a re-entry tunnel, etc. 
Um, so that is Space Mountain. Um, what's your favorite overlay? If you had to choose, I'd, I'd say just the current standard Space Mountain. Ghost Galaxy was actually pretty cool. I like Ghost Galaxy, um, but I just love the original, like the the Space Mountain music. Right, right. Um, I I do like Hyperspace Mountain. I think I like Hyperspace Mountain more than I like Ghost Galaxy. Okay. Um, but yeah. One of my favorite things they did with the the most recent renovation, the two thousand three to two thousand five, is they painted it back to that white color. Oh, they got rid I of the copper color. Uh, from their last Tomorrowland update, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just ugly. They went. Um, they tried to make every. You know, they went the steampunk, yeah, Jules Verne vibe, and I was so glad to see that it was back to its traditional white. Though it, it looks really good in white. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, the other thing I forgot to mention about Matterhorn is uh, Matterhorn was not necessarily my favorite ride growing up, but it was the one that as I was traveling to Disneyland, that's how I knew we were almost there. Mm. Cause you could see Matterhorn when we we're on the freeway, Matterhorn popped up and you knew you were almost to Disneyland. So, all right. So Matterhorn space mountain. Next we move on to big thunder mountain railroad built, uh, in September of 19 or opened in September of 1979. Uh, it is also located at other parks. I know uh, I've talked about Disneyland Paris's version before, uh, but it's yeah. at uh, Disneyland. It's at uh, Disneyland Paris. It's at Magic Kingdom. It's at Tokyo Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, each one is kind of themed very similar, kind of has the same backstory, but they do have some some differences on what, what the area, uh, I guess, represents. Uh, like, for instance, the... Um, in California, the town is known as Rainbow Ridge. It was, it was uh, modeled after uh, what the hoodoos from Bryce Canyon in Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Frontierland in uh, Disneyland. It was uh, designed by Tony Baxter, um, which he'll have. We'll talk about him here in a second for the next ride. Um, so it's designed by Tony Baxter and ride design engineer, Bill Watkins. Um, it was actually thought of, or the, the concept came out, I want to say early 1970s. Um, they decided, I guess, uh, to wait and it wasn't built until the, or built into the late seventies. Yes. Yeah, is early 1970s, big thunder mountain railroad conceived by imaginary, imaginary Tony Baxter, for Walt Disney World, but it was put on hold due to construction of Pirates. Um, 1974 is put on hold again due to the construction of Space Mountain. Um, it said construction began in Disneyland in 1979, so it must have been early, early 1979, and then it opened in September of 1979. And then uh, Walt Disney World's version opened just over a year later. Um, so Disneyland, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad replaced Mine Train through Nature's Wonderland, and they actually used a lot of the, a lot of the features from that, like the town of Rainbow Ridge. They kept uh, when you're going into when you start the ride, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, and you go up that first hill. They've got mm-hmm. the, uh, the glowing pools, or Rainbow Caverns. Yeah, uh, that was from the old ride. Um, 
the big skeleton that you pass at the, at the end of the ride, when it looks like you're going down into the water, water shoots everywhere. That was, that was repurposed from the old ride. Um, so that is big Thunder Mount road. I did mention it's in frontier land, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, you did. So anything, any other, uh, tidbits on, uh, big Thunder Mountain road. There was, I know there, we, we mentioned the death on the Matterhorn. There was a death on big Thunder Mountain uh, recently, uh, not recent, like as in this year, but it was, um, 2005 was really? it? Um, and I don't remember the year. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It was a, um, it was on big, big thunder mountain railroad and, oh, 2003, um, a 22 year old guy died. The cause of the accident was determined to be improper maintenance. And basically, I don't know the cars came off the track and you got the, 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 the lead car, which pulls everybody else. This guy was in the second car and, uh, he actually ended up going underneath the first car. Oh, uh, something happened. So, um, yeah, it was a result of a mechanical failure that results in among other things, omissions during the maintenance procedure. So yikes. Um, and unfortunately somebody, somebody died. After that, it was closed for a while. They did a bunch of renovating, uh, making sure that that would not happen again. So, yeah, that's not something Disney wants. No, especially when it's th- their fault, more or less. Right, right. Yeah, they want you to be safe. So, all right, and then the last one, Splash Mountain, which was opened July seventeenth, nineteen eighty nine, and most recent of our mountains. And the one that will change soon, but we'll leave that for another day. Uh, it's located in Critter Country. It was, again, designed by Tony Baxter. And the story was uh, Tony was sitting in traffic, rush hour on his way to work. And they had talked about they wanted something in what used to be called Bear Country uh, that would attract people over there. They didn't have very much. They had the... Uh, um, the country bear jamboree, they had a souvenir shop, they had a restaurant, but nothing really to pull people back there. Um, and they had, uh, decided that they needed a new ride. And, uh, from the concept stuff I saw, it was going to be called zippity river run. I'm glad they changed it to space mountain or splash mountain, uh, <laughs> zippity river run. So, and it incorporated scenes and music from the movie Song of the South. Um, it's a log ride, one of uh, Cody's favorites, and I'm sure he'll talk about <laughs> why it's his favorite when we rank him. Uh, uh, you've heard it many times before. Go back uh, and listen to episode two. <laughs> it opened July 17, 1989, like I said. Um if you watch the imaginary stories, they, they did have some issues in the beginning because I guess the ride, the, the riders were getting too wet when they were testing. Um, and I'm pretty sure the story goes that they actually went back and then they actually redesigned the ride vehicles, uh, themselves yeah. to push the water away. Yeah. I mean, you still want people to get wet on the ride a little, but, um, um, yeah, I think soaked. Right. And I think it wasn't, so much that they were getting too wet is that too much water was going in the log. Right. Right. 
causing then the 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 ride vehicle to weigh more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, also Splash Mountain also also at Tokyo Disneyland and Magic Kingdom, which uh, we're talking about the changes. Magic Kingdom is planning on changing theirs, like Disneyland. Tokyo Disneyland for now is keeping theirs the same. So uh, maybe I'll have to make a trip to Tokyo to go on Splash Mountain someday. Um, let's see. It's got uh, pretty well or pretty well known songs um, from the Song of the South. Um, Zippity Doodah is probably the the most famous one. Um, and I won't say too much about Splash because I want to save it for when we rank them in. So I'll share I'll share a little more. So there's there's Matterhorn, Space Mountain, Big Thunder, Splash Mountain. If if you've ridden all four then you've conquered the mountains at Disneyland. I'm pretty sure I've seen a shirt out there like that. So, uh, yeah, and I've, then I've seen a shirt when I am, I think we've talked about it before. Maybe we weren't on, on the episode, talk about it, but off the episode, you're talking that about a uh, Gowalla. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I don't know. It, it was an app that when you would travel places, you could check in, you'd get badges. Well, when you went to Disneyland, if you checked in at all four of the mountains, you got a special mountain badge. So, uh, yeah, they need to recreate. I think we've talked about, we (laughs) wish because Facebook bought Gowalla. Facebook wants people to check in through Facebook, which is fine. Um, because Gowalla allowed you to post your check-in to Facebook. So it made sense to just integrate them and do it through one app. And they killed it, but then they killed it. If they had brought on the, the badge system, for Facebook, for things like that, that would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. But they're horrible. So, all right. So there's, there's our, our little preview of the mountains. Now, now we're going to go through our rankings, our top four. Uh, we'll start with number four and work our way down to our favorite. Cody, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first with my number four? I'll have you go first because I think you and everyone listening at this point probably knows which my number four is. Uh, pro- <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'll start with my number four. Uh, and also, I told Cody before the show started, I've got Cody's picks written down right here, uh, one through four, and I'm going to see if I get them right. Um. After you make each pick, do you want me to tell you if I got it right or not, or do you want me to wait until uh, till you? Yeah. Get After each actually, one? tell me before just to keep you honest. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then don't change your don't 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 change your picks then. Yeah, I won't change them. I've got them written okay. down here. I can send you a picture of them written down. Yeah, you're good. You're good. All right, I'll go with my number four. My number four. And yeah, I it's it it was hard when. When I when we decided to do this show, you know, I thought, oh yeah, it'll be easy to rank them. But it's actually, it was a little more difficult than I thought because I like all four of the the rides, the attractions, the roller coasters, the mountains. Um, but I but one has to go number four, and for me, that is going to be the Matterhorn bobsleds. Interesting. Uh, it you know it was the first it was the first one built. Yeah, it's. Thing, things I there's nothing really I dislike about the right. There is one thing, and I'll and I'll bring it up. But you know the I could probably the queue the queue isn't as extensive or isn't as extensive as the other ones. Um, but I still like the I, I like the music. Mm-hmm. Um, 
once you, the line usually starts, you're on one side of the mountain, either the Tomorrowland side or the Fantasyland side. But once you actually get up to where you, you go into the, the, the back and forth queue area, the, I, I, I like the music. It kind of sets the tone for the ride. You know, you're in the, you're in the Swiss Alps, um, the ride generally I do like, I do like riding it at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause when you do get to exit out the side of the mountain, you know, it's just Dis- Disneyland at night itself is very, very cool. Um, the, the one knock I would have is, and as a recent knock, it's just uncomfortable. Um, and I may, maybe that's cause I'm getting older, but I know one of the guys that submitted his rankings, he said the same thing and it's cause he's so tall. Um, and James, uh, no, no, oh. uh, my sister's husband. Oh, okay, how tall uh, is he? Say, yeah, well, he's over six feet. Okay, but yeah, I do like the older ride, the older ride vehicles better than the newer ones. The ones like the can, tandem seat, but I guess, yes. yes, I guess there would be more leg room in the tandem style bobsled for a tall person, right. Because if you only had one person in that seat, if you weren't going tandem with somebody, you had the full length of the car for yourself. Right. And then so if there was two people going non-tandem, there's only two people on that entire train. Where now they got rid of that so that way they can always have four people going per train yeah and it was kind of like also with the with 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 the tandem seating when we would introduce our kids to the first time they would go on matterhorn you could sit with them in kind of in your lap so you know you could kind of reassure them during the ride if they got scared you were were right there but yeah uh, i do i do like the older the older ride ride vehicles, but that's my number four Matterhorn. And not because I dislike it for any reason. It's a great ride. It's just someone had to be number four. So, so, all right, you're number four. I think I can guess it. And I, I had down splash mountain. You are correct. My number four is splash. Mountain. I can tell you why I think it's number four. Go ahead. Tell me why. (laughs) Cause there is no lap bar. There is no safety restraint. All right, so Splash Mountain, you're number four. Uh, is that is that the biggest reason it's four? It's just because of the 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 safety restraint. Yeah, because I'll tell you, I love that ride. I think it's great. The songs, the the animatronics and everything. I love it. I, and I'm you know also very sad that it's being rethemed. I hope the retheme will be just as memorable twenty years from now. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I love the ride. I do think um, uh, it's, you know, it causes trust issues because it's all happy and giddy. And then all of a sudden it goes dark and there's thunder and they're throwing the guy off the mountain trying to kill him. (laughs) I don't know if anyone, you know, has really looked into it. They're trying to kill him. They're throwing you into the briar patch. Yeah kill him via thorns from the briar patch. (laughs) Luckily for him, he's a rabbit and he can finagle his way through the briar patch, but the intent is to murder him. So it it goes (laughs) very dark. Yeah. 
Um, but I think it's a great ride. I just, I would feel a lot more comfortable with a, uh, even a, a seatbelt I would be okay with just something. So you, so you're, you're hoping when they retheme the ride and bring it out as uh, princess Tiana version, that there's some type of a restraint system. Yes. All right. We'll see. We'll see if that happens. Um, all right. So my number three, so I got, I got one of Cody's right. <laughs> that one wasn't too hard. No, know? I think a blind deaf monkey could have put that one down. As Cody's number four. <laughs> All right. So my number three, um, uh, again, it's, it's hard. I, I think my, the easiest one to pick was my number one. Yeah. And the number two, three, and four were kind of hard to, to put, but I chose space mountain as my number three. Um, okay. And for no other reason, I just couldn't put it above the next one. So, I do enjoy Space Mountain. It's a great ride. Uh, it is one that I have a history with, though, of of being, I guess, terrified. If you've heard this story before, uh, my dad took me on it when I was when I was little. He was thinking it was a different ride than what it was, um, and I pretty much spent the whole time, the whole ride, trying to put my face as far into his chest as I could, as close as I could get to him. It was hard with the restraint system. Had I been on Splash Mountain. It wouldn't have been that hard, but, um, so yeah, my first experience with Space Mountain was not a very good one. Uh, but once I started enjoying roller coasters, uh, it is obviously a must do. If I, if I go, uh, we talked about the overlays. I do like the overlays, uh, but I, I, I would prefer the original, uh, the, the original version, um, and it is one of my, uh, it's probably, I think when I asked my kids, most of them had Space Mountain ranked fairly high. Um, I was always worried about taking, taking them on there cause it's dark. You can't see anything. Yeah. Um, uh, but Calvin in particular, I think he, he ranked it pretty high. One of my sons, cause he's not a big roller coaster fan. He doesn't like huge drops. Um, and fact, that one's it, not droppy. No, it's got some hills and stuff and got some dips, but it's not, there's not a large drop. You know, you, you've got a large, a large hill to get you up, but then you kind of come down gradually. You know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if, if in his four, if he could have, if he could have left off Splash Mountain, he would have left it off. But he, 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 he put that one at number four. Now my he, man, he Calvin. Does, he does not like that drop, uh, drops of any kind. So, um, so yeah, Space Mountain would be my number three. Uh, I do like the, I, we don't, I hate the line. I hate waiting outside. So mm. I don't think I've driven ridden Space Mountain. Yeah, I haven't ridden Space Mountain without a fast pass forever. So usually we walk on the roof and then we get right into the, into yeah. the show building. So yeah, unless Splash or unless Space Mountain is under 20 minutes max. Right. You know, like if I want to go on it without a fast pass, I'll beeline it over there as soon as rope drop happens, right. you know, cause then you wait 10 minutes for it. Maybe if you get to into the park at a good time and you're at the front of that rope drop, but if you're at the back of main street at eight o'clock, by the time you yeah. get over there, you're going to wait an hour. Exactly. Exactly. So space mountain, my number three, uh, I do, I do like the way, or I do like the, the, the white version over the copper version. Um, and like I said, I mean, it's a, it's a must ride regardless. It just had to be number three. 
So, all right, Cody's number three. And I am guessing, I think I may have number two and three mixed up, but I'm going number three, Matterhorn bobsleds. Interesting pick. Yeah. That is incorrect, sir. Okay. My number right. three is Big Thunder Mountain. All right. <laughs> I, Did that break okay. your bracket? <laughs> yeah. Remember what I said about number two and three being Swiss. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what your number two is. But Okay. So why uh, Big Thunder Mountain? Um, because I like my number one and number two just a, a tad bit more. Because okay. again, there's nothing wrong with Big Thunder Mountain. I do wish that Big there was a little more thrill to Big Thunder Mountain. Like the the there's there's really not a drop on Big Thunder, and not that there needs to be in order for it to be a good ride. Um, or a good roller coaster, but I just, I want it when you go up that final hill with the, the explosions and the mine shaft and everything, I want to just come down off the other side of that and just go wild, but Mm -hmm. it, it eases you into like a little dip and then you go around a corner and then you start to pick up speed after you're all the way down to the base of the mountain again. Um, I do I do really like riding that attraction at night because mm-hmm. it is primarily outdoors. Um, and especially like when the fireworks are going on or even phantasmic is going on and be able to get glimpses of that while you're riding around. I do feel that it's, and maybe it's just because depth perception is slightly off cause it's dark, but I've always felt that not always, but sometimes it does seem like it's faster when you ride it at night and I don't, and it's got to all be in, in our heads because I don't think that there's just a little switch that say is night mode or something. <laughs> and now it's five miles an hour faster, yeah. but well, I'm not a scientist or anything or a G uh, whatever they call people who do weather, but at night being colder than during the day, would the air be thinner or thicker? Thinner, thinner I right? believe. Yeah. So that may be one of the way, one, one of the reasons why you think it's faster because you're not getting as much resistance to the air the air is just thinner. So it seems like you're going faster. You are blowing my mind right now. It's which it's, I think could be the reason why it seems like it's faster on Matterhorn at night to me than during the day. I don't know. Wow. Something to think about. Less thick air. That's <laughs> never even occurred to me. Yeah, I don't know. I just popped in my head right oh, now. Call your local meteorologist. <laughs> we need to we need to know. It could be it could be one of the reasons. I I don't know. I don't know. Things just seem faster at night anyway. So I mean, yeah, so could be a lot of things. That, that was gr- groundbreaking, Jason. So I'm just mad. I'm still mad. I didn't get your, your ranking, right? Uh, you got, you got four. I'll give you that. You yeah, got my number yeah. four. Yeah. All, All right. right. So number You're two, number for two, me. number two for me. Um, and I went ahead and went, Oh, um, Oh, I'll bring it up, uh, later. I went ahead and went with Splash Mountain as my number two. Um, it is okay. one of my favorite rides. Um, you do get wet, so if you're if it's on a hot day, um, you can cool down. I do like riding. I mean, I think all of them I like riding at night. Besides, I guess Space Mountain, you can't really tell because you're at, you're indoors at night. It's dark anyways. But right. Splash Mountain coming up, 
the last hill before you drop, especially at night, you know, everything's lit up. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the reasons, and it, I totally off topic. One of the reasons I used to like to ride the tower tire at nighttime, because when the doors would open, yeah, it was night, everything was glowing and, and on. See, and see you like me riding splash mountain during the day, going up that final lift hill. All I see is a bright light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling yourself, don't go turn the light. <laughs> exactly. We'll show yeah. you a laughing place. I'm like, this is it for me. This yeah. this is where my trust issues began. This Splash, attraction. Yeah. yeah, Splash Mountain. I do like the queue. Um, you know, when you're when you're walking through the mountain part of it, you know, the sayings on the walls, stuff like that. You know, being outside kind of sucks. But um, again, like Space Mountain, though, we normally have a fast pass, so we're we're usually zipping through the queue up mm-hmm. until you get into that, like the last little hill when you're walking down, when you round the corner and, and board the, uh, board the logs. But yeah, uh, I do like the queue. Um, and I mean, the ride is just good songs. I mean, you get off it and I mean, you, you, when you drop down into the briar patch and then you come around the corner, you enter the show building again, you know, they're singing and I mean, you just can't, help but be happy and smile so yeah uh, amazed that i have survived survived a certain trip. death <laughs> being thrown off of a five-story building with no safety harness right. of any kind that's it's right. a miracle we're alive that's yeah a miracle a miracle of disney so yeah number two splash mountain uh for me all right jason this so is your number two i had i had big thunder as your number two Okay. So did I swap two and three or am I totally wrong? Um, so what is your number two? My number two is space mountain. Uh, see, I was totally, yeah. All I got was your number four. I'm surprised yeah. you didn't get my number one. <sighs> yeah. Oh, well. Okay. So, so my number two is space mountain. Space. Um, space mountain. I can't remember. I think I was going on Big Thunder before I was brave enough to go on Space Mountain. I was scared. I did not want to go on Space Mountain as a kid. Um, It wasn't one of those where as soon as I was tall enough, I went. It was as soon as I was tall enough, cousins and uncles were like doing anything they could to convince me to go on the ride. Yeah. Um, To the point where I would be so nervous about it that I would you know, be up all night worried about riding the attraction the next day, knowing we were going to Disneyland or whatever. And I'd create stomach problems for myself because I was so anxious um, just to get out of riding because right. I wasn't feeling well. Yeah. I think you mentioned big thunder. I think big, big thunder was all of our kids first like roller coasters. Cause it was the most, tame yeah you got the feel of the roller coaster but it wasn't terrifying right so uh yeah yeah so okay so So, yeah all right so space mountain number two for you Mm -hmm. now uh obviously now it's obviously number two so it's one of your favorite rides do you i think you mentioned earlier you like the the new original version Yes, the current or, original, or original, the current original version of it. Okay. All the right. classic. Well, if, you have, 
the classic. If you haven't figured it out yet, my number one is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Uh, and it, I think it won over the rest of them because of the theming, um, the, you know, the rainbow Ridge, the, the, the nod that it gave to the attraction that it, that it took over for, even though I never got to ride that original attraction. Uh, I, I was, you know, well, 1979, I was five. I don't remember when rainbow, when, uh, that, that whole area closed to re- rebuild it. I might've ridden it when I was three, three or four, when I went to mm-hmm. Disneyland with my mom and dad, but I wouldn't have remembered it. Um, mm-hmm. I like the story. I like the safety spill. Um, the, just the, the, uh, you know, it's got all the animals on there. Um, it's a roller coaster, but it's not really scary. It's fun. Um, it's got one of the, you know, one, probably one of the most iconic, Iconic characters, I think, as far as side characters with the goat uh, biting on the dynamite, you know, having biting the dynamite. Right. Um, it, it was one that I got to take my kids on a lot for the first time because, like, like I mentioned earlier, it was one of the more tamer ones that um, that that they could go on. Uh, what else can I say about it? Um, the queue isn't too long, uh, but there are things to look at. You know. Disney, I've mentioned before, Disney does very well on their queues. So when you do have to wait in line, there are things to look at. Uh, as a kid, you don't appreciate them as much probably as when you're an adult. But um, So yeah, my my number one is Big Thunder Mountain Road. And you get different ride experiences if you sit in the front or if you sit in the back. Um, if you ride at night because there's less wind resistance. The, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I remember me and me and Marsha went for our uh, anniversary a couple years ago and uh, it started raining. So we had on our ponchos and stuff and we went on big Thunder Mountain Railroad in the rain. I love big Thunder Mountain Railroad, but in the rain, it's not too enjoyable. Uh, uh, yeah. you get with raindrops and they hurt, but we did ride it two or three times in a row in the rain. So, cause there was nobody on it. So like, let's get on again. Uh, that was terrible. Let's do it again. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, my number one. Mm. And then we'll go with Cody's. I had you at with Space Mountain at number one, but obviously I was wrong. Yeah, I, I like the one everyone seems to hate. Not hate, but not care for as much as the others. Okay, so go ahead. Your number one is, drumroll. Matterhorn Bobsleds. Matterhorn Bobsleds. I right. just... Why? there's just something about it. I really like the idea of bobbing and weaving in and out of the mountain. Um, really just being like in the caverns of the mountain and, and popping out for just a second and darting back in. And um, I just, I just like the aesthetic of it. Honestly, a, a lot of it has to do with just, I, I like mountains in general. And this to me out of the four mountains is the most mountainy. I will say, yeah, they're all iconic in their own ways, but I'll go to me as a kid driving to Disneyland and seeing Matterhorn as, you know, the first thing, yeah. even before you're at the park. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you knew any minute you were pulling into the parking lot because you could see from the freeway, the top of the Matterhorn. Yeah. Uh, you, you were there. Uh, yeah. Yep. I mean. I can't, I can't argue with Matterhorn being number one. I just um, had it at number four. <laughs> and 
I I always liked it. Um, I and you know, and a lot of people say that they don't like it because it's it's jerky or it's rough. Mm-hmm. For me, and and in my opinion, will probably almost guaranteed to change as I get older. Um, but the to me, the ricketiness of it, and maybe rickety is a bad word because rickety is usually associated with like a wooden roller coaster. But just the 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 jerkiness, the roughness of it, um, to me, is part of its charm. It adds yeah. to the whole idea of you bobsledding down a mountain. You know, yeah. it's not going to be you, smooth, a hundred percent. True, very, very true. And you're right, Evan. I've had back surgery, so it's it's not the greatest feeling. Right. But if you think of a, if you think of a bobsled going down a mountain, you're right. Certain parts and straightaways, it's smooth, but watch it go around corners. Yeah, it's not smooth. It's it's you know banging all over the place sometimes, especially yeah. if you have a bad driver. So, um, yeah, I can't I can't argue with number one being Matterhorn. And I love to to ride it either really early in the morning, like when the park first opens, or at night because I like the cool air. You know, when you're bobbing in and out of the mountain, I like to feel the cool air. And to me, it just does something different on that attraction than others. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my number one. And recently it might've been like the 2015 refurb, give or take 2015. Um, and they added like the memory foam seat, okay, the padded seat that made a world of difference. You know, it doesn't totally counteract the, the you know, the jostling around, but it makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I forgot to mention on my number, you mentioned refurbs. I think possibly that might have pushed Big Thunder to the top was their, their latest refurb when mm. they with the uh the the dynamite room when you're going up that. Uh you know, the 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 fuse is being lit and it's kind of following you up going up the walls and then the big explosion. Yeah. So well, all right. Well, so to recap my top four, I've got Big Thunder at one, Splash Mountain at two. Space Mountain at three and Matterhorn at four. But uh, like I was mentioning to the wife when I was asking her her thoughts, I said, these are these are my my rankings on Saturday, uh, you know, September 26th. You know, Monday, yeah. September 28th, <laughs> they could be different. Uh, they're all four great rides. And go ahead and recap your top four. Uh, number one, Matterhorn. Number two, Space Mountain. Number three, Big Thunder Mountain. And four, Splash Mountain. So we, we didn't have any exactly the same, uh, but that's okay. That's okay. So I mentioned, we asked some of our you know, listeners, some of our friends and family, what their rankings are. And uh, we kind of got a consensus number one through number four, based off of our listeners and friends and family. And um, they had at number four, Similar to me, they had the Matterhorn was the lowest ranking one. Matterhorn actually got two first place votes, so you're you're not alone, Cody. Wow. Um, in that, um, Splash Mountain came in at number three. I was shocked that that wasn't a little higher. I don't that know. That is surprising. Where just yeah, obviously based off the people that I asked, uh, it did it did get a first place vote. Um, number two was Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Um. It got a, uh, it got just as many votes, first place votes as the number one, with the number one being Space Mountain. Um, so they had Space Mountain one, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad two, 
Splash Mountain three and Matterhorn number four. Um, and uh, some of the reasons I'll some of the the, the replies uh, for some of their posts I'll share one two three of them. Uh, my sister Amber. She voted uh, Splash Mountain as her number four, and she specifically mentioned no lap bar. No way. But then she had, that's for Cody, LOL. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. uh, and then her husband rated uh, Matterhorn number four because he's he's a little taller, and he said yeah. he was uncomfortable getting, I guess, riding it. So, And for that reason, I can't, I mean, like, I don't, I don't fault the guy at all. Right. Right. I mean, no one wants to get in a ride where they feel uncomfortable, no matter what the reason is. Right, right. And then a relative of yours, Rush, mentioned in, uh, I think he had Splash Mountain as two or three, uh, but he specifically mentioned it was there for now uh, and something to the fact he was waiting to see after it's rethemed, it could possibly drop or go up, I guess. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, based off of what it's going to become. So, yeah, thanks to I, – there's there's a few, but not a lot that I can't read them off. So thanks to Amber, Trace, Judy, Jackie, Amy, Rush, Marsha, Jordan, James, Maddie, Sean, Calvin, and Kaylee for your for your rankings. Um, Thank you very much. Putting, putting Space Mountain at number one. So you see your rankings, you see my rankings, you see their rankings, and none of us had the same ride ranked number one. They had the matter, or they had Space Mountain. You had Matterhorn. I had Big Thunder. So uh, tomorrow, maybe Splash Mountain is number one. Looking at my list, my one through four is the order in which they were introduced to the park: Matterhorn, Space Mountain, Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain. They're in the order I have them up here in my tabs. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So you went from classic to new. Uh, and that's just the way it worked out. But I agree with you. Um, that is my opinion of the rankings of when I did it. You know, right. you asked me in a month, it could right. change. Right. And I kind of looked at it as uh, if I got to go to Disneyland and you told me I could go on one ride of those four, which one would I go on? It would be big, big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, me, so. my list would stay the same. Yeah, going under that premise. Yeah, Matterhorn for you. So, well, all right, and then you're yeah, very cool, very that was, cool. That so, was fun. Yeah, I like I I like doing ranking shows. So, uh, I had that one on the list for a while. If you have any ideas for shows for us, but hey, talking Disney, why don't you guys discuss this? You can uh, send us an email at talking disney podcast at gmail.com share your idea and we will uh we will add it to our list and uh hopefully get to it sooner than later um so we're coming up on the end code you got anything anything last minute you want to share anything you forgot about in the news anything about the the mountains that you conquered don't think so it's probably going to be a little while before we record our next episode yeah, so we're on 49, episode 50. We don't want to, we were talking about it earlier, we don't want to rush it because it is 50. Uh, but in the next you know, week or two, there are a lot of things going on. Um, I know we're taking a drive out to Logan where you're getting married. And then the week after that, we're going to be 
we're going to be probably in Omaha. You're going to be on your honeymoon, hopefully, uh, unless some wildfires deter you. Uh, right. Or uh, you guys will be gone for what, about a week? We'll be gone a whole week. We'll be gone. Uh, this, so I get married on Saturday the 10th. We'll leave to go to Seattle Sunday the 11th. And then we'll get back into Salt Lake and back to Logan on that following Saturday. Yeah. So then we'll have a day back at home to recoup and get yeah. things together before we go both go back to work. Yeah. So we may take a little short break. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, if we can get one out and it's good, we'll, we'll, we'll try to, but uh, if not, we will, we will be back after uh, a few trips and Cody is married. So, yeah. If there was a listener out there that maybe wanted to do a guest host for the week. <laughs> there you go. Maybe, may, maybe we'll look at that, but I don't want to be, I want you to be on the 50th. So, okay. So well, if we, if we, if we do an episode, it'll be a bonus episode. It won't bonus. be number 50. Yes. It, it, bonus it episode. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it episode 49. A. Yeah. So, or 49 and a half, 49.5. There we go. So, all, all right. right. Well, if you, uh, if you're on social media and you want to follow us on fake or like us on Facebook, you can find us at talking Disney podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at talking Disney, follow us on Instagram at talking Disney podcast. Like I said, you can email us at talking Disney podcast at gmail.com. And our website is www.talkingdisneypodcast.com where we'll always have the show loaded first before they populate on the, uh, popular, podcast apps like uh was it apple uh, apple podcast google podcast iheart radio stitcher places like that most spotify. places you spotify um most places that you can find podcasts we are on and if you do have one that you like to listen to and we're not on there uh email email us and we'll uh, we'll figure out the process to get our podcast on there so oh i do know that Amazon music just added podcasts. So maybe we can, we'll look into getting on there okay. for anyone that is uses Amazon music with their Amazon prime subscription. There you go. So we yeah. will look into that. Yeah, I will. I will figure out how to get us on there. So, cause I don't think, uh, it's very recent. They just made the yeah. announcement a couple weeks ago at most. Okay. Sounds good. I got right. some homework to do then. All right. Well, that's all we have for today. Episode 49, the mountains, um, the mountains, the mountains. Um, if it can only happen not... here, uh, that's awesome. I don't know if you want to know where Cody's, where, where, what Cody's talking about, just go to YouTube and either search for uh, big thunder mountain railroad opening commercial or space mountain opening commercial. And you'll see, You'll see what he's talking about. So, um, all right, well, let's, let's, let's get out of here Sunday let's, morning. We got things get. to do. All let's right. Get. So, uh, thanks for uh, taking time out of your day to listen to us. We appreciate all the listeners. Uh, we do like emails. We do like to hear from you guys. So uh, yes, thank you for you all those that contributed to the episode this week. Yeah, if you have any comments on the episode, you didn't get to share your rankings, but you want to, uh, we will uh, send them in and I'll keep this uh, 
this rankings list going and I'll, I'll update it if I get any more and then maybe give an update. Uh, maybe I'll ask the question in six months again and see if it's changed. So, um, all right, well, let's get out of here. And uh, that's all we have for today. Again, thanks for listening. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-